Here's the story of a lovely lady who was bringing up three very lovely girls. All of them had hair of gold, like their mother, the youngest one in curls. Here's the story of a man named Brady who was busy with three boys of his own. They were four men living all together, yet they were all. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Ron Ziegler from Pembroke Pines, Florida. I'm here with my beautiful wife, Brenda Ziegler, and we are here today in this uh, rainy, cloudy afternoon. Would you like to say hello to our friends? Hello, everybody. Yeah, uh, today I would like to talk to you about my, uh, oh, my adversary, Joseph Michael Goldner, once again. He is out there proclaiming I'm stalking people. I don't stalk anyone. He's claiming I'm stalking actors and actresses, and I don't. I collect autographs for a hobby, and I send them artwork in return for their autograph. That is not stalking. Stalking is uh, a different terminology. And uh, it's a sad note that he claims that I'm stalking uh, celebrities when I am not. I write them, and I thank them, and I go to Star Trek conventions, and I meet them at the conventions. Some I do know, and some I enjoy talking to, and some I've met. I never met a bad actor or an actress. I've always had a good experience with them, and a pleasant time talking to them about mental health. And uh, the reality is, mental health is out there on the rise today, and uh I am in, in the reality of mental illness throughout my birth and since throughout my entire life. I have a condition of mental illness and I'm not ashamed of it. I never deny it. Why would I deny something that I'm a part of? It's a part of my heritage. And I have a beautiful wife that I've been with for 22 years. And that is genuine love. And we have each other, and we'll never depart from each other unless it's through death. And that's the reality of it is I do have kidney failure. And I cannot go back to kidney dialysis as much as I wanted to. I was going to do it at home. It was called home health at dialysis, but they said my organs are too far gone now because I waited too late. I was too late. I was told by my nurse yesterday and and. And also this afternoon that it's just too late for me to go back on dialysis. And the reality is, it is what it is. And it's not suicide or anything like that. Not at all. My my time is is short as a result of my physical condition. And that's it. And that's it. And I, and I don't think that's fair what he's saying about me and bullying me. And, and my beautiful friend, again, he continues to agitate and aggravate. And my beautiful friend does read charts, Jennifer. And she did read my chart. She read my chart yesterday. 
because I gave her permission, I had to rechange my password because I didn't want too many people knowing my my chart. So she read my chart. She knows I'm dying as a criteria of my physical physical condition of my kidney failure with renal failure. And it's been going on for years because of my alcoholism. I suffered from alcohol poisoning. And that's why my liver is uh, also going. Due to the toxins that are in my body, my liver is now being eaten by the toxins. And the potassium is spreading throughout my body and it's going to shoot up through my heart, which is going to most likely give me uh, a stroke and possibly kill me. And it's, uh, it can happen in, a, in any given time now as a result of my physical condition that I'm going through without dialysis. And I cannot do dialysis. I was told that t yesterday and, and today. And uh, despite what my sister wants, I can't. And my mom agreed with it. And I agreed with my mom. And uh, I spoke to my pastor. My pastor is aware of my condition. I could die a week after Christmas. I could die a week before Christmas. It depends on the criteria of my condition. I am severely weakening, and uh, I'm bleeding in my own flesh, as they say. And I'm I'm eating raw flesh again. Mm. And as you all know, mm, I'm a Star Trek fanatic, and I love Star Trek. John Delancey, I, I enjoy your character as Q. You play an excellent god. I like your sadistic ways. <laughs> Uh, sometimes I get mad at God and I used to call, when I was mad at God, I would call God a sadistic fuck. I did. Not afraid to say it, but I did. And I was always angry towards God. And maybe uh, finally the reality is I got on my knees and I asked God for forgiveness through his son. And the reality is I'm saved by grace through his son. And the reality is I thank John Delancey for his character of Q and Star Trek and all the people in Star Trek. Thank you. Thank you for the uh, wonderful outlook that you have given me in my humanity. And uh, I also wanted to thank MASH. MASH with my beautiful friends, uh, Loretta Sweat and Alan Alda and Mike Farrell and Gary Berghoff and Jamie Farr. And Mr. Bailey, all of them from MASH, they gave me my cowboy diplomacy and mental health. And I am winning my situations. And I have won. I'm not institutionalized. And I'm not going to be. And I'm never going to be in that situation ever again. God has a better plan than you, than my enemies. And I'm doing just fine with God's plan. His plan exceeds all plans. <laughs> Even your plan, Joseph Michael Goner, born December 23rd, 1954. Oh, yes. And uh, reality is I, I enjoy those entertainment shows. I like the Brady Bunch. I like uh, all the other shows out there and, and, and Chips and Hill Street Blues and CIS and NCIS and L.A.C.I.S. and, and uh, all the other police shows. I enjoyed the police shows, Hawaii Five O, and all that stuff. I like the new Hawaii Five O now. I'm starting to watch that, and and I'm starting to to realize that 
Life is not a box of chocolates, like some people claim. And I'm not like some people who claim that they know every Tom, Dick, and Harry, too, that they come across. I thought it was funny how, how my friend Joseph Michael Goner claims he knows Trump and DeSantis, and, and they don't even know him at all. And he, think, and he claims he knows uh, Brighton House's mother and doesn't know Brighton House's mother either. Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse. Thank you. Wife had to correct me on my, how do you say it? Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse. And claims that his mother is his best friend. Now that's funny. <laughs> he makes me laugh at his podcast. I like, I like listening to his podcast. I find it entertaining. And and my podcasts are very are, are very entertaining. However, in the reality of mental illness, I am mentally ill. I'm not ashamed of it. My wife has mental health too. She's not afraid of it. And we've been together for so long, so long. Why did you tolerate me so long, honey? Can you give me an answer on that? You don't have one. Because <laughs> I love you. Uh, what was that? You love me? Well, I love you too. Can I can I bite your ear off? No. Oh, I love biting your ears. Can I leave a bite mark on your rear end? <laughs> She's shaking her head though. <laughs> can I wear your panties again? That was fun. I enjoy wearing my wife's underwear. Oh my God, what an erotic sensation that is. A little tight around the crotch, but I love it. I love my wife. She is such a beautiful... Uh oh, uh oh! What do you want to say about that bite, Mark? <laughs> no. No. Gulliver is gonna say that you're an animal. Oh well, let him say I'm an animal. I love biting my wife. She tastes so good. You taste so good. Let him think what he thinks about me. I don't care. Do I care what people think of me? No. The reality is, it might be true. Then what? What a sick fuck I am. <laughs> you know, the reality is I do have a mental health capability. And I, I, I take it and I use it for my own good and my own self-worth. <laughs> you know, years ago, when people used to say to me that I was mentally ill, I used to get angry. And I used to throw TVs through windows. Oh, big time. I used to get so mad. I was so mad at one time at my brother, and I hated myself for what I did to my brother. I picked him up and threw him in the garbage can and thought of him as garbage. And that day, my brother never spoke to me again. And now the reality is that I'm dying. Maybe I could still have a chance to make peace with my brother and my other brother. Both my brothers, I verbally abused very badly growing up and tormented the fuck out of them and uh i'm i'm i was tormented myself as a result of my mental illness and i wronged my family and now they want to make peace with me and i'm glad because i want to make peace with them before i go to heaven and um if there is a price for me to pay in hell, then I'm, re I'm ready to go to hell. I'm ready to go to hell and pay the price. But through God's Son, Christ, I'm able to 
go through the door of the light of heaven and be with Christ. Because Christ forgave me. Because I got on my knees and I begged for forgiveness. Not many people can do that or say that or want to do that, but I do. But the reality is, people, if you're sick and you know you're sick, talk to a psychologist. They're there for you. Talk to a psychiatrist. Get the proper treatment for your medications. My wife and I have the proper treatment, the proper medication, and we're living together as one person. Right? Yep. Yeah. And she's happy and I'm happy and and we like watching old shows and I thank everybody out there that are actors and actors following me on social media. God bless you for, for wanting to note me. I'm a filthy rag. I'm a filthy rag and I don't deserve your attention. And I want to thank every one of you for wanting to know me. I'm a blessed human individual. And I have won and I am winning my situations. All of them. Because I'm not institutionalized and I'm not going to be. I'm under God's care, not your care. Thank God for God's care. I'm going to be with him soon. And uh, in my, I wish I could write this book called Why Me? Because of my disability. Because it would include my biography. The, the, the way uh, I, uh, I, I put myself through situations and got out of them. And uh, and it would include my artwork and how I met actors and actresses out at conventions. I'd go to the conventions and Star Trek conventions and I would meet them. I met Mr. Shatner a couple of times. I met Jimmy. I actually met Jimmy Stewart on his front lawn. I went out to Beverly Hills back in the 80s and and he was at 918 Roxbury Drive and he happened to be out on his front lawn and he. I was walking up the hill and I got left in Griffin Park and he said, you look tired, young man. I said, yeah, I, I spent the night in the Griffin Park because the tour bus left me. <laughs> and he said, there's a mission down in, in Beverly Hills that can help you get back home. And I said, well, thank you. He goes, would you like a drink or something? I said, yeah. I told him my name was Ron and he, he said he had a son named Ron who was killed in Vietnam. He didn't tell me who his name was, and this lady came out with a white hat. And I said, I noticed there's a white rabbit in your doorway. And he said, oh, that's Harvey. I go, who? He goes, go home and watch it when you go home. Uh, do you have a VHS machine? I go, what? Back then, it was a video machine, and uh, you put it in the cassette and watch a VHS movie. I said, no, I, do, I, I don't have, my parents have one, but I don't. And he goes, well, when you go home, my autograph and my, my, my book, and, uh, and uh, there'll be a picture for you. I said, okay. I said, what's your name? He goes, you'll find out in five days when you get home. So I took a bus ride home, cross-trip country, because my mom sent me money to go back home. And that was the longest ride home cross country I'll never ride the bus again uh uh no way that was the most horrible experience of a lifetime but at least I got to meet Jimmy Stewart on his front lawn now how, how, 
How classic was that? That was before the sadness of Rebecca Schaefer when she was killed by some idiot. And um, this was before that happened. And I got uh, to meet wonderful uh, stars. I was also uh, on Larry King Live 22 years ago. Larry King Live, Davey Florida on the air. Hi, Richard Simmons. Oh, wow. Ron, what can we do for you? I work at McDonald's. What do I do? They said quit. I said, okay, I quit. <laughs> so I did, I quit. But, you know, I had to go back and get another job. So, But in the reality of mental illness, I am mentally ill. And I'm not ashamed of it. And I don't stalk anyone in the celebrity business, no. I write to them and I give them artwork in return for their autograph. Now, if that's a crime, Brenda, do you think that's a crime? No. No, that's not a crime, is it? No. no. And I have uh, Kim Roddenberry to thank because she introduced me to my beautiful friend and hero, Brent Spiner. And I got to talk to him for, for a little bit on the phone. And, you know, that man is a genius. He, he talked to me, somebody who's a, who's, a, who's a friend of Star Trek. And thank you. Thank you, Mr. Brent. And thank you to uh, Garrett Wang, who also spoke to me on, on, on uh, chat. And Mr. Robert Duncan McNeil and Robert Picardo all spoke to me. Beautiful people. Star Trek is made up of beautiful people, along with MASH. Beautiful people. Let me see who's calling. Let me see. I'm doing a podcast. You'll have to wait. Uh, yeah, so uh, in the image of my mental health, um, sorry about that. I have to call him back. And uh, I'm doing fine in the reality of my, my mental illness. And the reality is people get very upset to know the reality of my condition. I'm doing fine in my mental health. And that makes them very upset because they want the same advertisement as me. Well, I am I am not uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. I am not Ron Manson, Dexter.2.0 Ziggler. I am Ron Ziggler, a mental health consumer. I'm a consumer of mental illness. I reside here in Pittsburgh Pines, Florida with my beautiful wife, Brenda. And I'm doing just fine in the reality of the pursuit of happiness. And that makes my friend and adversary, Joseph Michael Goner, very upset that I'm doing fine. And my beautiful friend, Jennifer, and I and Brenda are doing fine. And he is not. How sad. And I am winning. And that's pissing him off. And I don't give a rat's ass what he thinks, really. I don't. I find him humorous. <laughs> and I find him laughable, too. What an extortionist. Such an extortionist. Are you still trying to rip your friends off, Joe? I, I hear you are. I hear you're going after bigger people now. And there's no money going into Nova for Jennifer. I checked. Where's all the funds? I called Nova, and they said they're not... 
having any kind of funds transferred from Trump Foundation or Scott Rick Scott Foundation or or DeSantis and Jennifer's name. You're so full of caca. Maybe you should go seek some professional help for your delusions and have fun with that, Joe. Anyway, the reality is, everyone, I'm doing fine, and I thank you all for my diverse captive audience. If you have any questions about me, call me. Here's my phone number, 954-263-0404. I'm not afraid to give it out. Give me a call and say hello. Besides that, give me somebody to talk to instead of myself. Sometimes I get tired of talking to myself, especially when I answer myself back. <laughs> it is what it is, people. I'm a happy individual, and if they don't like it, they can go fuck themselves. Are you a happy individual, Mrs. Ziegler? Yes. How happy are you? I'm happy as a pig in shit. Like Ronnie, huh? <laughs> yeah, so, so, so we're two little pigs in shit, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to roll around in our manure, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and we're doing just fine. And that makes Mr. Golder very upset. Hey, Joe, you know, I got something to tell you. <laughs> Ferret face. <laughs> thank you, everybody. And thank you again, John Delancey. You're an awesome guy. I hope I can meet you soon, one of these days. And, um... Thank you for playing Q in Star Trek. You were wonderful. And Michael C. Hall, thank you for your dark passenger and mental health. I love your show, Dexter. God bless you guys for what you do with your with your reality of TV shows. God bless you all. And Loretta Swift for being my beautiful friend in MASH. God bless you all for wanting to know a filthy rag like me. Bye now. I gotta go. This is too much. Goodbye. <laughs>